0: Are you ready to launch? Yes. Let's go. Welcome to Lawyers Who Launch, the podcast hosted by two law school besties who practice law and are now ready to inspire and empower you to take positive steps in your professional and personal life to find joy and fulfillment. Hi, Amy. Hi, Haley. This week continues our two-part series on decision-making. As we discussed in the last episode, this season of the year is always a busy one, and then there are things going on unique to each of us that have made this season of life particularly busy.
1: This really got us thinking about ways to relieve the pressure of a busy season. The busyness might not slow down for you, but maybe we can make it a little bit easier? Last week, we discussed the timing of decision-making and whether today is a good day to make a big decision.
0: In that episode, we went through five questions to ask yourself to determine whether today is a good day to make a big decision. The focus of that episode was to help you decide if you should work on a decision for a particular issue or defer it to another day, and then how to make it easier to come to that ultimate decision. Big decisions do not necessarily need to be made in a particular moment, but they do need to be made eventually. The uncertainty and implications of a decision like this can really weigh on you. It can also interrupt other aspects of your life if it's just hanging over your head or you feel like you're paused and in a waiting period.
1: Today is a bit different. Today we are talking about seasonal decision fatigue. As we thought more about what makes this time of year challenging, one thing stuck out. There are a million decisions that need to be made every day, and then there are seasonal pressures that increase the load of decisions that need to be made. You may be currently experiencing some of these seasonal examples. Final exams, end-of-the-year billing goals, seasonal projects, using up remaining vacation days before the end of the year, sports and other activities, and of course, gearing up for the holiday season. The little decisions we are referring to here are those smaller daily decisions that actually do need to be made. They usually don't have a big impact on your life as a whole. The particular challenge with these decisions is there are so many of them, and they never seem to let up. You need to decide what to eat for every meal. If you are responsible for someone else, you need to make that decision for them as well. You need to decide what to wear, whether to work out, when to work out, what to do, what route to take to work, where to start your day, how to respond to an email. The list goes on and on.
0: If you really think about it, the number of decisions you actually make in a given day just to make it through is astounding. Add one or more or 10 of these seasonal items to the mix and your decision making goes into overload. Sometimes I find myself losing interest in the outcome because I'm just so tired of making decisions. While we have
1: both been struggling with seasonal decision fatigue, we've developed ways to combat that exhaustion. So today we'll share five ways to combat seasonal decision fatigue. So Amy, start us off with tip number one.
0: Tip number one is to simply make a dump list of everything you have going on. Big and little, put it on there. This is my favorite solution when I'm feeling overwhelmed by my to-do list or by all the decisions I have to make. Getting it out of my head and onto paper makes me feel less stressed, even before I cross anything off that list. While you are
1: making the list, just simply focus on getting it out on the paper. Don't think about it beyond naming it. But then tip number two goes together with tip one. Tip two is to go back through the list and acknowledge what is actually important or timely and
0: identify what is weighing on you the most. Going through this exercise is going to tell you a lot about the things you have going on and it might reveal something you did not recognize about priorities and where your attention does not necessarily need to be. For example, Maybe you can let go of something that has been bothering you, but is not necessarily timely or important. Then free up that brain space for something more critical.
1: Organizing and prioritizing your to-do list helps you put it into perspective. Maybe there are things you could easily cross off. Maybe there are things that actually do not need to be there anymore and can be removed entirely, both from your list and your mind.
0: Similar to tip number one, I like to make a list with pen and paper of everything that's weighing on my mind as something that I need to do. Seeing it on paper, I can decide what are five-minute tasks that I can quickly do, like sending an email to schedule Christmas photos, or what I might need more time to do and make a decision about, like deciding on holiday travel. Tip number three may not apply to everyone. But for those it does apply to, it could very well be a game changer for you. Tip number three for relieving seasonal decision fatigue is to make a list of 10 go-to dinners. They can be any 10 dinners you want.
1: If you don't cook, then your list is going to look a lot more like a takeout menu. And that's fine. These are your dinners. They're not for us or your neighbors or your in-laws what 10 dinners are go-to for you and your family.
0: Dinner is always something that requires so much mental energy. Finding something that everyone will happily eat, that's easy to prepare, and that can be prepared quickly is a challenge. And when I find that unicorn of a meal, I immediately add it into our weekly meal rotation.
1: And when you have a list of dinners ready to go in whatever format works for you, then you can easily consult the list or have someone else in your household consult the list and just make a choice.
0: Tip number four is to consider scheduling both quality time and time to rest. These can be the same, but more often, they're actually very different. In my family, quality time looks like taking a day trip or having a family movie night. Whereas rest might be scheduling someone to watch the kids so I can schedule a massage or after this past week of the kids alternating sicknesses back and forth, literally resting and just taking a nap.
1: Understanding the difference between quality time and rest is important here because they serve two different but equally important functions. When things are crazy for you professionally, you might feel disconnected from your loved ones. Quality time will help you fill that back up again, but it might not be that restful. As parents of school-aged children and younger, often those things that we love as quality time are not the least bit restful, but you need both. So identify what serves you and work on scheduling that. This will give you something to look forward to and help you recharge
0: and reset for a new onslaught of decisions. And that brings us to our final tip, number five. Acknowledge when good enough is good enough. It can be exhausting to make so many decisions, but the reality is we're often not choosing between something good or something bad. That would be a fairly easy decision. We're choosing between two good enough options. And sometimes good enough is just that, good enough, and not worth thinking any more about that's the thing about these low stakes decisions. They're low stakes. You usually can't mess it up. So it's helpful to acknowledge that and lean into it. Going back to the dinner example, you don't have to have
1: the most perfect meal every night to have a win at dinner time. In our family, sometimes pancakes are good enough. We aren't eating that every night, but everyone is fed and we can move on. Give yourself the grace to acknowledge when the stakes are low and good enough is just that. So Amy, that brings us to our Say It Out Loud segment for this week. So what are you
0: going to say out
1: loud this week?
0: Moving into this busy holiday season, I'm taking your idea, Haley, and picking 10 dinners and making sure that I have the ingredients on hand in my freezer and in my pantry so I can make a quick, easy, no decision needed meal. That's hopefully everyone will eat.
1: This week, I'm going to take our advice from tip number five and acknowledge when good enough is good enough. I've actually written it on a post-it and put it on my desk to remind myself that sometimes good enough is good enough and I need to just move on with my day.
0: I love that idea and I think I'm going to write out my own post-it. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast. Give us a follow at Lawyers Who Launch over on Instagram. And check out our website, lawyershoolaunch.com, for more on seasonal decision fatigue over on our blog. Have a great day.